All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Three Nose Podcast. Let's do this first. Okay. There we go. Oh, no. We're both needing a little bit of the hair of the dog, I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh, cheers, sir. Yeah, uh, so what are the three no's, Jason? The three no's are there are no rules, no plan, and no safety net. That's right. I know we're bending the whole plan thing with notes, but hey, give us a break. <laughs> you, okay, you've always, always said yourself that rule the first supersedes. Yes. So. Yes. So we can do that however the hell we want. It's our show, that's damn it. Right, damn it. <laughs> I'm Jason, by the way. I'm Mike, by the way, too. <laughs> you know, we have a tendency of not introducing ourselves on this show for some strange reason. Well, I think I think uh, familiarity has bred uh, bred complacency yes. on our part. We gotta so. we gotta remember that it, this could be somebody's first, right? So we always gotta remember that. Yeah, now, the, the great Stanley has always. If anything, Stan has taught us is somebody's. This is always somebody's first comic yes. book. So, so uh, now, uh, as you heard us uh, cracking cans there, uh, what are you drinking today? I have a Flywheel Blonde from Sons of Kent. Still waiting on that sponsorship. Yeah, well, you know. And what I, do you got? I, I'm drinking the manliest of drinks, Smirnoff <laughs> Ice Peach Bellini. <laughs> uh, because I am a real man, and that's what a real man drinks. Is it? Well, is it? I am a man, technically. I have the parts to call myself a man. So, well, uh, the I, I, okay, I, I will take. Oh, let me. Yeah, <laughs> I want to check this here. Oh, five percent compared to what's yours. Uh, this is four and a half. Aha! <laughs> See, I but, only drink the frilly, sugary type drinks. So, no, that's my thing. There's. Just a couple well, bottles of whiskey back that there. That stuff, yeah, yeah. But that, that can get that gets dangerous real quick. <laughs> That's the whole idea of whiskey, isn't it? Live life on the edge. True. And Live it, dangerously. Last night it was not a whiskey night for me. It was not a whiskey no, night. No. Have you heard of Pink Whitney? Pink Whitney. Yes. Is this a drink? It's a popular alcohol. It's a popular vodka. It's like a pink lemonadey flavored vodka. I have never heard of this. Oh, a lot of people have been talking about it. A lot of people are finding it as their new favorite. Well, I decided to try some, mixing it with Sprite Zero in this thing. Oh, geez, that's so like a I only had only had one of these last yeah, night. Because it's a liter. <laughs> <laughs> I only had one of those last night. But three shots of uh, Cherry Moonshine that tasted like uh, Dimatap. It tastes like cough syrup. That doesn't sound enjoyable. It wasn't totally horrible, though. But it, it was one of the better cough syrups. Yeah, it does not sound enjoyable. No, at all, but hey, we got drunk. Well, I would imagine, and you then would. we cracked something else out, and oh. you know that's how the night went. <laughs> there is the danger of that. Yeah, that, those vitamins we talked about the other night made their appearance. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> So that oh, also yeah. made an appearance. Oh yeah, just now. So just now. Yeah. What? what? Do we need to put the green coat no. up. Nah, I don't think so. No. Okay. I only did two or three sprays. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll be all right. 
<laughs> Still a little hungover from last night. Ah, see, I'm not hungover. We we also had a bit of an earlier night. Yeah. Normally we'd be there till twelve one oh one in the morning. We were, we were home by eleven. Mm. But that was more out of convenience. Uh, our friends Tanya and Scott were there. They yeah. didn't drive. Their daughter drove, ah, gotcha. and she was picking them up after work at ten o'clock. She got there like twenty after. Um, so we ended up getting a ride home with them so that we wouldn't have to worry about it. Oh, there you go. So we were responsible. You kid Uber. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm, I gave her a five-star rating. Oh, you did? Nice. <laughs> what about a tip? Uh, I, I think I told her to don't eat yellow snow. That's I always think a I good pulled tip. that one out. That's yeah. always a good tip. So. Yeah, there you go. No, I ended up going out to uh, my friend's... The out, farm, you The call. farm. Just, they ended up throwing me a birthday party. Already? What do you mean already? I thought your birthday wasn't for another week or so. July 7th. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. God damn it. That <laughs> No, that bothers me because I have a present that I've been trying to get made for you. Yeah. And it hasn't been made yet because the person responsible is my wife. Is this the painting commission? A painting commission, a yes. A painting commission, okay. Yes. Uh, damn it, I thought I had another week or two. For some reason, I had your birthday in my mind as like the 20th, nope. somewhere around the 20th. Nope, I go back to work on the 20th. No, no, no. I Okay, fuck. I can't believe that you don't have this written down on a calendar. I, that's what Facebook's for. <laughs> <laughs> the day of my birthday, that's when the notice shows I, up. I knew it was in July. Okay, get, well, <laughs> that narrows it down to you. No, uh, it's thirty-one I got, days. I, 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 I know. I'm a, I'm a horrible friend. I, 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 <laughs> I didn't this. say anything. No, you don't have to. I, I admit it. I'm a <laughs> horrible friend. You don't have to flog yourself. And uh, I, I'm. I wasn't expecting. I was not expecting anything. Was not. No. Still am not. I, that doesn't matter. It's it fun. matters. Your birthday matters. The fact that I'm a shitty friend and didn't know when your birthday was and <laughs> don't have your present a ready. Friend. Uh, yeah. It's uh, so. just. Just. Didn't write it down. It's not a no, big deal. Yeah. Uh, it's not a big oh, deal. Oh, you know, after all this, I'm going to remember from now on. That's This is the kind of thing that makes it stick. Well, I'm I'm just going to say right now, when we roll around to this t- point in time next year, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll see. revisit and see. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> so, I will not be surprised. So, since this episode will technically be going up after your birthday. Correct. Or on your birthday? No. My birthday is on the Tuesday. Right. And knowing you, Mr. Itchy Trigger Finger, <laughs> it'll go up at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock on Tuesday night. Which, <laughs> in podcast land, is Wednesday. Yes. So, sure. Okay. It is. Okay. It will. <laughs> I will make sure I will endeavor. Well, happy birthday to you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And I'll have a gift for you eventually. You don't have to get me a gift. Believe me, I've been working on this for months, and the fact that she isn't confident enough has bothered me because I know she can do it. But I've seen her painting; she can paint. Yeah, and what I've got, what and what I want her to paint for you, compared to some of the stuff she's done, yeah. I don't think is as difficult of to the what else she's done. Oh, so, so I'm not worth a technical no, believe me, jump up. And I love the picture. I've loved what I've want her to make to paint for you. Yeah, and I'm sure you will too. I 
And that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to spoil it. Oh. Because it's going to happen. I, I, I'm, there's some you, trepidation going on. You right don't here. need trepidation. No, believe me. no, no. Uh, no, no. Will this be something that I can hang in public? Absolutely. Okay. In a pub- Absolutely. All right, all right. All right, I look forward to okay. your, someday, your present. Someday, maybe your birthday next year. <laughs> She'll get to it, maybe. <laughs> Almost did a spit take. When it happens, though, when you have it, we'll yeah. make sure to post a picture oh, on the group so people know we're talking well, about we'll, it. Well, you'll but have to wrap it. My wife dabbles in painting, just to be clear to folks. Um, she's, she's taken some paint classes and whatnot, but she's not confident doing things on her own very often. She's done a few. Some really good stuff. She follows yeah. YouTube tutorials yeah. and whatnot. Not so much Bob Ross. Wow. Not that she doesn't isn't a fan. It's just his stuff. She doesn't. I don't think she's as much of a fan of like the scenery type of stuff. She likes other types of the art, still life kind of thing, or? The still life or characters or you know, and like she's got this great undersea one where you're like, it's like looks like you're at the bottom of like a lake and you got all these sea creatures above, so you're seeing their silhouette. Oh. Coming from the light above. And so she had a bunch of black paint she had to get rid of. Something like that. Yeah. But it looks cool. Okay. So Cool. You know. And she's had a few people fight over one of her Santa Claus paintings she did. and Like, like fight, fight? argue over who gets it. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Look at, you, look at her so. go. Crystal. Get fucking painting. Yeah, she ain't going to hear this. I know. <laughs> That's why I can get away with saying shit like that. Yep. So what else is new? Well, you know, that, that, so the party we went to last night, it's an annual event. Uh, these are so it's my birthday. Our friend. That you See, now you're, now you're going to keep digging the knife in. I'm not. I'm just stating fact. That uh-huh. my birthday the smirk on your face says otherwise. Happens <laughs> right around this time of year. Well, normally this year. party happens in June, but COVID pushed things back. Oh. So, oh. COVID se- it reminded you of something? Yes. Because <laughs> I had a COVID test. Yes. That was a trip, man. <laughs> That you got a Q-tip shoved into your brain it's not socket. Not really a Q-tip. No, no. You think of it as a small uh, mascara brush. Like okay. it's, a, it's a stick, and it's got a bunch of like bristles, bristles okay. on it. So I get there, and I'm the only person. There's me and the nurse okay. in the room. Okay, she's in full PPE, gown, face mask, face shield. Gloves, all this other sh- rigmarole. Okay, something you see in like a radioactive waste commercial right, or something. Right. Okay, got it. So I'm just like, hmm. And then she goes, okay. She gets, she takes a bunch of information down from me, and I'm I'm, I'm sitting in the chair, and I'm just kind of like, okay, this is cool. And she goes, okay, what you want to do? You want to lean your head? You're gonna, I'm gonna have you lean your head back. You're gonna look up at the ceiling. I'm gonna go into your, go into your nostril, and. Whatever you do, don't fight it. Because the more you fight it, the longer it has to last. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. I'm picturing her like I'm mounting her knee on your shoulder, holding you down. Push my, push my forehead back. She just rears back. Yeah. But you know, she just takes takes that swab. Did she yell anything in German while she did it? Or I don't think so. I was, I was really concentrating on that. I found one dot on the ceiling. <laughs> 
You and me, Dot. That's how I handle dental dental work. You know, yeah. like when they get the drill going, why not just focus? Yeah, find something <laughs> to focus on and yep. become one with that thing. But she comes in, she slides that that swab in there, and tickles your tonsils. Fuck no! I thought she stabbed the wall on the other <laughs> side of my head. So she comes in, she she slides it in, and I'm like. Whoa! Like I, 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 I don't vocalize anything. It's just like, like, just sit there, take it. It's. And she goes, okay, not too much longer now. Shut up and take it. Yeah, famous. That's about it. That's the the only real way to get through this is that you just gotta fucking take it. That's it. Just kind of like the first night in prison. Just gotta take it. You gotta take it. So like, she, she she's in there. She's holding. She goes, okay, not too much longer now. I was like, at this point in time, my right eye has shut <laughs> involuntarily. Oh, she went too deep. She's like, hitting nerve endings. Oh. <laughs> she found a pressure point you didn't know existed. Oh, oh there's something back there I didn't <laughs> know existed because she she came in there. She put that thing in there, and it got just past the outside of my nostril, and it was just like, shh, I could feel every millimeter of this thing moving through my head. Holy cow. And I'm just like. Whoa, what's going on? And then she goes, zoop, and pulls it out. Unpl- like ripcord? Like ripcords it right out of there. Wow. And I was like, wow, holy. Like <laughs> at that point, I went, wow. She goes, something, huh? I went, yeah. <laughs> Unpleasant or just weird? Weird. Like we- it's not painful. It's not, it, it's just, it's, I guarantee you, it's something that you've never had done to you before. <laughs> And it, like it, it was she, like she hands me a Kleenex and I'm like I thought maybe like she did it clean something out like, I don't know like, is it like a did a, it open a, up a passage a booger dam or something was pierced <laughs> and then I was like wiping my nose and I could feel I could feel this even after she'd taken it out <laughs> and I could feel a, a line from my nostril to I swear. The back of my neck. <laughs> I can feel this. And I'm just like, okay. And I said, I got a little bit of a, an, uh, an energy push out of this. And I was like, okay. Let's do cool. the other one. But no. <laughs> no. Wasn't, you got to balance it out, man. No, I was not, not in that kind of a spot. <laughs> I was, that was not what I was thinking about. Well, you know, but, they sell those little wire brushes and whatnot. Uh, we we just look it up to a Dremel and, you know. Well, he might be on to something here. <laughs> you gotta chase that high. You gotta chase that dragon, man. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We'll think about it. You you banging on the door at the <laughs> testing place? I, I think I got it again. <laughs> no, sir. This is the third time today. I swear. There was, I saw. I licked a doorknob yeah. at Walmart. There was there was this hobo walking by, and I and I licked his uh, shopping cart. And no. <laughs> Go away. You're fine. No, I'm dying. <laughs> See? <laughs> but, no, it was, I was in and out. Yeah. It, like, it, oh, that, that I've heard. I know it's a fairly quick process. Yeah, so. yeah. Like you said, they, they, I set up an appointment. Um, and this is in preparation for the, the surgery? surgery that's okay. coming up. Yep. So, like, I would never have gone to get a COVID test on my own. Right. Well, I didn't know but, if maybe it was work related or something. No, possibly. No, no. They said they uh, my 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 surgeon. She goes, I I require that you have 
this this test Makes gun. Sense. I don't, yeah, fine, whatever. Makes sense. Then, They're gonna be touching fluids coming out right. of you. So oh, yeah, they uh, you're gonna be hip deep in fluids coming out of that <laughs> neck. But, Are they gonna video it? Uh, no, I asked. No, I, I, I can't even keep it. You need like Doctor Pimple Popper. <laughs> Call that show. <laughs> well, that was suggested that I do. Like I said, try and get onto Doctor Pimple Popper. I'm going. I'm not going to California. And said so they're not going to take me for one thing. Well, I don't know. Your quadro's a pretty good size. It's kind of in her realm. I've seen her pull yeah. like softball sized things off a of guy's hips and shit. Well, he so. said when you when I looked at the uh, the chart connected to this surgery, the the word that stuck out was huge. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's not usually a medical term that you see. They won't let you keep it. They at least got to take at least one picture of the damn thing. Like I will. You need a keepsake. But the problem is, I'm going completely out. It's going to be a general right. anesthetic, so I can't. In the middle, it's like, hey, just I have can't the doctor, take a selfie. You know, kick like the fishing selfie. Look what I caught. You know. <laughs> You know, get oh, a little, get like a little the, like toy the fishing shark, rod, hook it on the end. Like the shark from Jaws? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to do that. They should. They should. They said, I, I said I kept uh, harassing Mags. I said, yeah, I'm going to keep it, put it in a jar, in a jar of formaldehyde, and put it right there on your <laughs> dresser. She was, no, not a fucking <laughs> chance is that out. You got to say good morning and good night to Quato every That's day. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> Then it starts talking back. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Keep it close to the microwave. You never know what'll happen. Kill the dog. I don't. Have, what? <laughs> you don't need three kids. Uh, the, the two that live here now. That's far too many as it is. <laughs> you need your own. Quato needs his own bedroom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's going to be the surgery is on Thursday at ten o'clock in the morning. Okay. I thought it was Friday. But. No, I thought it was Friday too. And then I checked. I checked okay. the schedule. And I was like, oh, that's a Thursday. But now, is this uh, an outpatient thing? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a one, I, I one day. I wouldn't have thought you'd have to be, be mm. kept for anything. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're gonna. I think Mags is gonna drop me out. I, nobody's allowed to come into the hospital. That's with me. that's common. That's yeah, especially right now. So I, they I, bent the rules for Crystal's family yeah. with, with Ruth Ann's situation. Yeah. They bent the rules a little bit at the Sarnia hospital, allowing two at a time. And it was, uh, but they were only supposed to allow four. They allowed six. So, yeah, yeah. but right. well, it, it's a very extenuating circumstance. Exactly. So, a, exactly. But with me, basically they're going to be like, Drop me off at the door, pat me on the butt. Good luck. <laughs> Go get him, champ. Go get him. Yeah. And then they said, when it's, I'm going to have to meet her outside. Wow. Because she's not allowed to come get my ass after I wake up. Wow. So and is that here, happening here in Chatham? Yes, it is. Okay. So, so no travel involved. No travel involved. Okay. You're just like. Do they have any idea, like, how much, like, how heavy it is? Like, like how uh, much weight are you about to lose on your neck? I was thinking, I was just thinking about that. I, I made the joke, said, I'm about ready to lose two two extra pounds or something you like that. weigh yourself just before you leave. Yeah. And then weigh yourself as soon as you get home. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, because I will be fasted because I can't eat after midnight. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, you won't be able to probably be eat. Able, 
right away. <coughs> nope. Coming nope. down off of the anesthetic and yeah. stuff. He said, I, won't, I can't drink anything after 5 a.m. Yeah, uh, weigh yourself just before you leave the house, right. and then weigh yourself as soon as you get home. Right. Before you've eaten or drank anything serious. Uh, Might have that'll, that. That's the closest thing you're going to get to a telltale sign of how much yeah. that thing weighed. Huh. Yeah, because it's... It, 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 it's I want to want to see it. As gross as it sounds, <laughs> I want to see it. Well, I... Like, I don't yeah. like watching that stuff very often, but I would really like to watch this. I like, like, Is there an operating theater? I don't think so. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I know. At least uh, watching Dr. Pimple Popper. I started to watch some of the videos. I got it. Wow. We're going to hide a GoPro in your beard. Really? Yeah. 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 There's an idea. They probably won't pat you down. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if they do, how often do they pat the beard? You see? do. See? See? The standing rule is you touch the beard, I touch your boobs. So <laughs> Is that the rule? That's the rule. I got to remember that when mine grows back out again. Just saying. I said you touch the beard. Fair is fair. Okay, I need a t-shirt made like that. That's that where that. I stole that from. Oh, really? A t-shirt. Okay, so. all right. <laughs> My sister and I can do that stuff now. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Really? Yeah, she's got uh, one of those cricket machines. Ah, okay. And she's got the app and everything. She's made. She's been making all sorts of crafty stuff. So that's how she's been kind of coping with the situation. Like, is it, what can she make? Well, so she's made some neat, like, art pieces, like, to hang up. Mm-hmm. Like, she took a window frame. That had three sections. Yeah. And in the first one, she has this neat, um, like a black and white filtered picture of my mother-in-law and her sister. Okay. Um, and, the, but, and then it just their clothes are red and like a hair bow or something. Yeah. Like you just see some red. Huh. And then in the middle, it has like a saying, like a, 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 a spiritual saying or something, something, something sweet. Yeah. And then the third pane, she put like chicken wire and has little pictures hung into it. Oh, cool. Everybody comments on it when they come into the house. It's in the, right there in the kitchen. You can't miss it. It's a fucking thing. She, did, she made a lot way. of the pieces from that with yeah. the cricket. She's been doing T-shirts, both with iron-on cricket material and with uh, doing like a spray paint kind of thing. Oh, okay. Where she makes like a stencil. Yep. Chris, she made one of Crystal where it's a bear. Yeah. And then it's got the word mama bear. Oh, is that what that is? Yep. I saw that picture. Yep. Okay. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, Sherry, Sherry made yeah. that. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to, she doesn't, <laughs> she's starting to get people asking her, hey, can you make this for me and that for me? And it's starting to become a bit of a job and she doesn't want to go there. Well, she said if she were to start doing that, she'd have to start charging like 40 bucks a shirt at yeah. least. Yeah. So, but I'm pretty sure I can convince her to make a couple that I want. So. There you go. Or do it behind your back. Figure out how to use the damn machine. Right. YouTube. Well, yeah. Just that's all, all those she's tutorials done. all over the place. Oh no doubt, you, you, you can figure this shit out. I have. Faith. We had an old cricket unit, and she tried to use it, and it wasn't working right. But it was old. It's like five, six years old. It's been sitting oh, on a shelf, obsolete. So yeah, so yeah. she bought one of the brand new ones. It's got the app and all this stuff, and she can just go click, click, click on the on her phone, and it'll print something out on the cricket. <laughs> Is there like um, uh, pre-made like uh, templates on the, yeah. the app? Oh yeah, that's how. Tons. So you just kind of drag and drop everything. Exactly, oh, exactly, okay. and then fill in like words yep. where you need to and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and it tons of that it. stuff. And they have like an entire row, entire, a, entire like, I want to say at least ten feet or more of of an aisle in Michaels that's just cricket supplies. 
okay. Uh, because there's different types of paper, yeah. colors, and whatnot. You know, the iron-on stuff, there's all sorts of different colors. A crap ton of color options. Really? Yeah. Huh. And then there's different, like, cutting heads and stuff, and extra mats, and it's, it's so, Can crazy. you make, like, uh, uh, like stickers and shit? I like think that? so. I'm quite sure you can. Interesting. This thing, the the cricket, it's it looks like a printer. It looks like a computer printer. Yeah, but it does so much more. It's weird. Huh? I've never really looked that deep into what those things are. Yeah. But yeah. well, kinda, the, like the one we had, the older one, I think it primarily just cut things out to your specs. Gotcha. It's almost like uh, like some Brent works with at a tool and die shop, but for paper. Gotcha. Okay, like a CNC machine yeah. for paper. Yeah. Oh, you just okay. you program in the dimensions. You set the paper in, and then it. Hmm. Cool. Then you peel it off. <clears throat> Very cool. Yeah. So. No, I don't know how we got to that. I don't know either. <laughs> but that's the podcast. That's who. Yeah. You got notes. I got notes. Okay. And I, you had something too. Yeah. Um, but I have one note left from last week that I didn't get to. Just okay. a little one here, but it, it kind of blew the, my mathematical mind <laughs> because the logic is sound. It's a TikTok that I saw. Oh. Fucking TikTok. Okay, and it's not one of those stupid dance ones or like for part two to get the rest of the story. No, this was just a simple, this guy explaining a mathematical, I guess you could call it a theory. Okay. Circle equals square. Circle equals square. Right. So are we talking like circumference? Okay, the, the, the corners of a square. Yeah. What is the angle? 90. Right. How many corners? Four. 90 times four. How many degrees is that? 360. How many degrees are there in a circle? 360 degrees. Circle equals square. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why like, I find that fascinating. It's, it's I think, silly. I think it, any, any first year geometry class, they kind of... But they never that. say it like that. No, because... They have formulas that they yeah. require you to know. But it just that I saw that and I'm like, wow, it it is a little mind blowing to think circle equals square. It's as stupid and silly as it is. Don't and simple. Forget you're also a stoner. So I wasn't stoned at this time. At this point, you're always stoned. No, I'm not. You're always no, I'm you're not. You're stoned right now. Maybe contact. Yeah. Maybe See, there you go. Residual from last night. <laughs> Ooh, that party, man. Yeah, yeah party. and that's where my notes thats where my notes go, or they're from the party last night. <laughs> uh, so, again, had the few drinks, but there were some serious weed smokers there. Um, so we were partaking. Um, they had, I had some of mine, and I know, I and again, I don't even know what strain mine is exactly. Just random dirt it's weed. Random local weed. Yeah. Okay, but... Talking to one of the guys, somebody who there who's an expert in the culture, mm-hmm. we know why mine's harsher and whatnot. Like we figured out it's it's drier and it's older, so it started to go. It might be a little bit moldy. Ah. so that's where you get the harsher smoke. Gotcha. Because somebody else had some there, and it was green crack. It's called green. not laced with anything. <laughs> had to be clear. <laughs> um, and it was a fucking smooth smoke, man. Yeah. Smooth. Now I can't say to the effects of it. Because I was in a totally different situation smoking at a party than at home, right? At home, it's it's later at night. I'm ready for bed, and I'm winding down. Yeah. 
I was in a party situation, and this was like eight o'clock at night. So you're in a social, social interaction. Social had a lot of conversations, yeah. just noticing things around, dancing a little bit because the music was plump, was pumping, and you know, and it led to some interesting observations. Now, the one I don't have noted here, but I got to tell you because it was fucking fantastic. Okay. So one of the uh, one couple that comes there is one of Crystal's oldest friends. They don't hang out and talk very often anymore. Uh, just drifted apart, but they still in contact a little bit on Facebook and whatnot. And at this party, and usually two or three times through the year, we'll hang out. And hopefully, we're going to hang out more because they're cool people. Uh, Lisa, Lisa Van Dusen, you might. How does that sounds mean? familiar again for McGregor and all, possibly yeah. in that circle, right? Uh, they say her and Crystal, they've been friends since the womb. Oh, their moms were pregnant together, and they were friends, and they were close. Oh, wow. So they've been friends since the womb. Okay, when Crystal's mom passed away, Lisa f- felt it really, really hard. Yeah. Like, okay, well, they got into a conversation last night, floating in the pool. The pool was eighty-four degrees. Oh. It was beautiful. Yeah. So they're floating in the pool, and and they were talking about Crystal's work. And Crystal has been unhappy with her work lately, like because she got moved into the customer service position, and she hates that and yeah. all that, right? And they're having this conversation, but I creep up, and I'm I'm just listening, right? It wasn't a conversation. It was like Oprah level interview shit. <laughs> Lisa was taught was asking her questions just like Oprah would. If my phone was waterproof, I would have recorded it. But I was not taking my phone in that pool. Well, like what was she asking her? Just like, like okay, and so she's like so so you're in this position and we don't like this position, right? And uh, so, and what does that do for your hours? Like, are you getting the hours that you're supposed to? And Chris, like, you know, I'd consider going out of part time. And do we want to go part time? Like, it was <laughs> that's how this whole conversation went. And it went on for at least 15, 20 minutes. Leading questions yes! and stuff like that. <laughs> it was, I'm telling you, I'm standing in front of him like this yeah. with my fingers up, like I'm watching it through a camera, you know, and, and, Tina came creeping up. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm watching the Oprah. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> My story's around. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. So I have to ask. Yeah. The result of this interrogation is Crystal opening up her own bacon, uh, bake if and we art could, gallery? And if the, if the economy was in a better situation for that, I would love to open up a bakery for her. Like, I would yeah. love for her to do that. It's just not in the cards right now. It is something that I'm always milling in my head. Can yeah. we, how can we make this work? But we're just not there yet, especially with we're still coming off the pandemic. It's hard to try and launch a business right now. So We're not coming off the pandemic. It's still a thing. Well, it, we're opening up more. So right. in my mind, it's still it's we're, we're coming out of it. Chatham is okay, coming better. out of it. Let's yeah. put it that way. We're, we're in much better shape than... <laughs> A bunch of other places. Yes. So a bunch of other places in Canada, and and Canada is in a much better place than some other, other countries. Now. That's right. Well, listen, what would they say? We have currently have one active case of in COVID Chatham. In yes. Chatham. Yep. So that ain't so bad. No. And when you look at total cases in Canada, oh, and yeah. the U.S. beat that in one day. Uh, probably they did. I saw. I saw oh, it on the news. Good for them. <laughs> one hundred and four thousand in Canada, and they did one hundred and two thousand reported in one oh, day. That's great news. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that. No, it's not our not uh, our circus, not our monkeys. Exactly. So, first thing I want to say about this party. This is my first note. Um, 
So it's our friend Brad and Tina. Okay. You've yeah. been there once I, or twice. Uh, okay. Park Street. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Brad is slightly older. Like, he's, I think, in his late 50s, somewhere around there. Okay. His music tastes tend to go more old school. Talking 70s and 80s ish. Okay. So the music tends to be just his computer on YouTube on a mix of 80s, 90s, uh, 70s, 80s kind of stuff, right? Every once in a while, something else creeps in. But it made me realize not all of it fits this bill, but fuck, it reminds me of a lot of cool jams that I just don't listen to anymore. I've been doing a lot of going back, like listening to. 70s, 80s, 90s, that music back when I was getting into my teens, early 20s. And it's just like, we had really good music back in those days. Mm -hmm. And like between like the pop stations that I listened to on the satellite radio and um, there's one called Lithium, which is like grunge alternative. And there's another one called Turbo, which is the metal of the 90s and 2000s. Okay. I hear Turbo, I would have thought more dance type. No, 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 no. But like that is more in the the pop. Sure. Pop stations. Okay. So like that, it, it, you go back and like last one of the, one of the episodes I was talking about where I was trying to place my age with the songs that were playing on the radio. Okay. And I, I'm still doing that. So like if there's a, a date on this, I'm like, okay, I'm, oh, okay, I'm, 26 at this point in time and I'm trying to remember where I'm at mm-hmm. in the world at that point in time so I get I totally get the n- nostalgia you, just, you lose of track of some of your favorite jams growing yeah. up and they they still work like oh, they're absolutely. still jams yeah well you know there was a video that I posted on my Facebook page about a dude um, a rap aficionado a, a hip hop guy reacting to Leonard Skinner Freebird I believe that's the same guy I watched his reaction to that popular monster video. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, no like no life shack. <laughs> okay, I maybe think. not the same guy. Yeah. But I don't know, his thumbnail looked very similar in style. So yeah, well, maybe it's there, the, the, a lot of the a lot of the, the hip hop guys doing the uh the, the reviews of metal and like stuff like that. Mm. So okay, you get the black guys reviewing the white guys music. Essentially. Essentially. And yes. A lot of them are doing a lot of Metallica songs, like Master of I've Puppets seen a few stuff, of those. And yeah. it's amazing. One. I watched one guy w- listening to one yeah. for the first time, and it b- b- like blew him away. Yeah. Then like he said, there was. I was watching one. The guy was uh, Master of Puppets off the Master of Puppets album. It's a Which has been, there was a study. I heard it on the radio the other day, just like earlier last week. They questioned Metallica fans yeah. to find what is the number one. What is the best Metallica song? And Master of Puppets won. Yeah, I don't Master of Puppets that. was number one. One was number two. That's, yeah. Well, Master of Puppets, the album, is in what was it the Library of Congress in the Yeah, States. something like that. Yep. It was like, it's one of the only metal albums ever to make it into the Library of Congress kind of thing. And it's that album is... Arguably the best Metallica album. I've always heard from, that. From beginning to end, that, that album tells a story, and it's so good. And when I'm watching these videos of, of these guys discovering Metallica, because it, 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 like they're like, 
this is amazing. Like they're completely blown away. That's where I was talking about getting a, the new experience with the adult mind. Like go, if I could like go back and watch Star mm-hmm. Wars fresh with like an adult set of eyes. Can. Yeah. Did you did you hear what Disney did with uh, A New Hope? No. They added deleted scenes. What? One what? in particular, <clears throat> one that I knew existed. I've seen pictures from it. Luke going to Tashi Station at the beginning of the movie before anything happens with the droids and Ben and all that stuff. Really? And he meets and he has a moment with Biggs Darklighter. As Biggs is leaving? Yes. Wow. And Luke says, like, I want to, I, I can't wait to get off this planet and come join up with you in the, in the Empire. Yeah. And Biggs tells him, look, the first chance I get, I'm jumping ship and going to the Rebellion. Wow. Okay. I knew this scene existed because I've seen pictures from it, yeah. but they've actually put it in. It's on Disney Plus now. Oh, I'm going to have to watch Disney Plus. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's cool. I like Sorry, that. that popped the mind. No, that, that, that makes perfect sense. Like, you're getting to revisit. Now you, you can revisit, revisit and see something new. New and fresh. Wow. Cool. But those reaction videos, yes. that's a rabbit hole I love going down. because I, I could easily as well. These these, these guys are, are, are venturing into a genre they know nothing about. And like... You read the comments, and I'm like, yes, just wait. You're really going to like, if you like breakdowns, you're really going to like this breakdown. Mm-hmm. And then it just, like, you see the, like, the light bulb going off, and I went, there's a new metalhead. And, and, <laughs> uh, do, do your guys, do they pause and go, like, look at the camera all yeah. freaked out? Why not? Okay, so the guy that I watched for Popular Monster... You, you've seen that video, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. Really, really wicked video. The whole werewolf thing and yep. all that, right? This guy's watching it. Two Lit Mafia. That's his name. Okay. Okay. So he's watching it. And first off, he's recognizing the rap game because the rap is solid. I'll talk all about mental issues and that stuff. Like, it's a solid rap. Yep. Then the heavy hits. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Then, because he's also watching the video. Then he gets to the werewolf bit. <laughs> and if you've never seen the video, it, it, sacrilegious, sure. Don't. I hope you don't get too butthurt over it. But the guy's got a line about, uh, as you're watching in the video, he starts transforming. He's surrounded by SWAT guys, it looks like. And he's starting to turn into this werewolf, right? You're seeing him transform. Yep. And then you hear the lyric, where the fuck is your God now? Boom, there's a full fucking werewolf <laughs> ripping these guys to shreds. His reaction to that, he rewound it a couple times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. It was like, what the fuck did I just like, watch? That, Popular Monster is a great song, but the video just takes it to a whole nother yeah. level. And then you see somebody who has not experienced that kind of music, and you see their reaction to it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. This is like when, when they review one. Yep. And the one I saw was like you. You get some of the guys that do the lyric video, then you have some of them that do that full theatrical. Yeah, and they they get really into the story, and they're just like, "What? Like what?" And they're they're listening to the lyrics, and something in the lyrics is grab them, and they'll pause it, and they'll look up the lyrics, and they'll start reading, 
and you just and you can just see them go like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. And you, they get the story, they and then they go and they go deeper into it, and then the music hits them, and then the breakdowns and the transitions and this and mm-hmm. the visuals and stuff. It's so much fun to watch somebody discover that so stuff. So many people don't give enough credit to hard rock, metal, mm. and whatnot for their musicality. And for their artistry, mm-hmm. because they are telling stories. A lot of times, they're yep. telling very interesting stories, and they're playing hard and, and fast. Uh, but and there's so much going on, yeah. which kind of actually gets into one of my notes. Something, and I, I and I do thank the THC because listening to a song now it's not metal, so it's not uh, it's not quite the same vein. But listening to a song last night under the influence and I noticed something in a song I never noticed before that just made it even like it's a Hey Soul Sister by Train okay okay not a heavy song by any means no. Hey Soul Sister blah 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 yeah. did you know it's backed by steel drums really yes I never noticed that until last night I you would think it's like keyboard or something but no it's freaking steel drum I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one. <laughs> it is steel drum. Steel drums. Wow. Yes. Okay. You know, and you get that with metal. Like, you'll hear something going on, and you don't even realize it's, there's something else in the background right. that you're not hearing over the guitar and whatnot. Like, Well, that's the thing. Like, old Metallica with uh, Cliff Burton was the original bass player. He died in a bus accident when they were on tour. Cliff was the guy that made the melodic operatic kind of like the big long eight minute metallica songs that's all cliff wow and like yeah because they haven't really done much of that on their last few albums have they no because when cliff passed his his ability to craft a story with a song like with the with all the transitions and like the the especially in master puppets it's a three-part song so you get like the heavy part, and then you get that middle breakdown where it, it, it's almost acoustic, and then it ramps back up again. Yep. So you get a three-act play in a six-minute song, and e- the, each part is definite. You can tell the difference of what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's all Cliff Burton. Right, and mean, when Cliff died, that all... The band just doesn't know how to put that together again. No, it was that, that was a testament of the musicality genius of Cliff Burton. Mm-hmm. And he was, when they started, he was 18, 17 years old. When they did... Uh, Prodigy, maybe? Most likely. When they did Hit the Lights, their first, their first, their very first album, I think they were, they were still teenagers. Doing, that, and, that wouldn't surprise me, because yeah. they started as a legit garage band, right? Yeah, like, yep. So that's the stuff. Like, I've done the same thing. I, I listen to every genre of music. From, like, you look at my iPod, my, my iTunes selection, so eclectic. I don't and, listen to enough of different stuff. Yeah. But I do listen to quite a bit of different stuff. It, you know, all depends on what catches my ear. Like, Xander shows me a lot of stuff. Yep. Dally shows me a bunch of stuff. And and some of it I will go back to, you know. <laughs> they tend to get more into a little bit more of the funky jazz. Yes. Yeah. A well, lot of that out there. Our, our Andre. Yeah. I quoted, um, I, I used a, a an ice cube quote the one day. And Andre goes, what? <laughs> How do you? What are you listening to? Ice? You just quoted Ice Cube. I went, yeah. He goes, 
I didn't know you liked that kind of music. I said, you should see my iPod. <laughs> so I have a very eclectic taste in music. So I like a little bit of everything. Yeah. I'll admit that. And that also comes to be a bit of a downfall. It's in today's era, with everything being digital and whatnot, you can hear just one song and whatnot. So what are you missing? What other songs are you missing from an album that right. you just haven't pulled the whole album, right. you know? You know well, so. that's, that's the thing what I'll do. If... If a, if a song catches my attention, I will go and try to find the entire album, like, digitally. And I'll, I will, like, they have, the, like, the minute samples of a song. It's okay. not a fair shake of the song by right. any stretch, but I'll listen to it. And I'll, if there's a song that is, like, half interesting to me, I'll buy it. I'm not going to buy the whole album, but I'll buy... I, I found another song on the radio that yeah. got my attention, and now I and I listened to it multiple times now, and I want to hear more from this band, SOS by Glorious Sons. I have that song. I just heard it on the radio Sawed on Sawed Canada off, Day. Shot, yeah, shot, Sawed off, off shotgun. shotgun. That's an old song, man. Yeah, I know. I and looked it up. It's it's been around for a couple of years at yep, least. Yep, and, but yep. I like that song, it's and I'm song. curious to know because I got a feeling that's not. A normal song for that band? No, no, they they do because um, it's a little bit more of a happier kind of bopping jam, like because they don't get the crowd. It it doesn't it doesn't have a hard edge to it. No, okay, way. I get I get where you're going with this. Yeah. You know, there's no like, like hard the, guitar the, solo. The message behind the song is, is amazing. Not happy. No, not it's happy not. at all. <laughs> so. <laughs> no. That's why it's a weird dichotomy they got going on. Oh, absolutely. Because the lyrics are all about your life has just gone to shit. You're yeah. addicted to oxyco- oxycodone, yeah. and then you yeah. bought a shot-off shotgun. Yeah, the, like, the repo man came and took the car. Yeah. They shut the power off, and I bought a shot-off shotgun. Yep. So, yeah, I I know that song intimately because <laughs> that, that's a great song. There was a, a couple people who were talking about that. It goes, this song, Sawed-Off Shotgun, is like a Rust Belt anthem for like Michigan, Detroit, this yeah. area, stuff like this. I go, that that is a blue collar song. Absolutely. And you're just going like, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. So and it even becomes relevant again now yeah. because how many people have lost their work, Absolutely. lost jobs because yep. of the pandemic. That you could know? be one of the reasons why it's getting a little more airplay. All of it was a Canada Day thing, and that's a Canadian band. So yeah. like, that's that's the main reason why he played it on, on Wednesday. Oh, you know he where? flat out said that. Yeah. That, but, ba- that band's from Kingston. Yeah? Yeah. So do you know who else was from Kingston? Tragically, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, knew, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I knew they were from Ontario. I just yeah. didn't know where. So again, I'm not a huge hip fan. I got like a bunch of their songs, yeah, yeah. but not a huge fan. I, I'm, I'm not too in depth, but somebody like when when Gord Downey got sick and passed away, mm-hmm. they're going, hmm, the, these glorious sons fellas here, they might be the heir apparent for the uh, for who who takes the hip spot. Definitely not in the same vibe. No, though. no, no. no. Um, cause, uh, there's that band and I'm not a fan, honestly, I, I haven't heard anything by them. That's really caught my attention, but Greta Van Fleet, they just sound like a Led Zeppelin cover completely. Like everything yeah, about them that, just says Zeppelin. That, that was brought up about Greta Van Fleet that they were like the spiritual successors to, but Led to Zeppelin. me, they're just a cover band. That's all they sound like to me. 
There's nothing original to what they do. It sounds original because, well, we grew up with Zeppelin. We were like, we were there. The new generation, they're like, what's this? And it sounds good. I got a few people on my Facebook when somebody... Somebody has mentioned Greta Van Fleet, and they go, "Well, if you like Greta Van Fleet, why don't you watch the originals?" Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. pointed the Zeppelin, that, but that's the thing. They said a lot of the kids don't know mm-hmm. like Zeppelin. Right. They, they might know of or a song, right? But they're not going to get the full Zeppelin experience when Greta Van Fleet comes in, and they're going like, "Hmm, we, we will take some of this stuff and put it out there." Everybody's going like, "These guys are awesome." Us, us grizzled veterans are sitting back and going, you're not Robert Plant. No. So. <laughs> yeah, they were on, uh, they did SNL like a year or so ago. Yeah. And didn't really, didn't, there's nothing that made me want to watch it. Like, and that's how, like, if, if I don't hear a lot of stuff on the radio, and I don't listen to the radio a whole lot to begin with, yeah. okay? So it's hard to even get it on my radar to begin with. Yeah, yeah. But we would use SNL's musical guest as a bit of a litmus test. If it's an artist we don't know, we'll start listening to their song. Yeah. If, if if that song in the first 30 seconds to a minute doesn't have something that catches our attention, we mute it and wait till the commercial breaks over. Wow. Okay. That's just... Uh, no, it, it, that's a good as good as a uh, theory of wor- working theory as that. And I've seen some I've seen some great performances on SNL. Yep. Like even in the last few years, they've had some awesome performances. Billie Eilish, yep. did her bad guy song in a rotating box. I so watched that. She video. was in a room, and yep. then they kept they kept turning it so it looked like she was climbing up the walls and shit. I watched that video. That, that was, was a, that was wicked a good performance. Yeah, that was a really good performance. Yeah. I, I, I'm. Bad guy is my go-to Billie Eilish song. It is for a lot of people because if you listen to any of her other hits, they're even more weird. And oh, I'm getting a message from Tina. Do you? Do I have Scott's sandals? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Well, Scott and Tanya were rather drunk. <laughs> and it was them that we got the ride with. So. No, okay. Uh, sorry about that. No, uh, now I'm curious about the missing sandals. Yes. This, does this mystery... I'll let you know what's happened with this, this scandal gate. Yes. The, the sandal the, gate. The, the sandal gate. We must know the disposition will, of these sandals. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you informed. I'll, All get right. the, I'll get the low down. Okay. That's... Right. We, I, I'm really worried. <laughs> I don't know if I can continue the show until we can figure out... No, you have to continue the show. We've got the show must go on. <sighs> Sandals though, missing. They'll they'll be found. Amber alert. Because if they're not in Tina's backyard or in her, on her back patio, in the then they're in their car. Oh well, because <laughs> it was their car that got us home. Maybe they were stolen. Um, possible. We were in the East End, but we didn't see any strangers. Well, you never know. We're a lot of potheads. Can't trust potheads. No, know. you fucking you can't fucking. Potheads. <laughs> um, <laughs> Any so, other notes? What else you got? Uh, notes? Did I have? I no, we, wanna, we went on like a a good rant about music there. Yeah. Um. So you had good yes, weed. Here's another another revelation about one of the most iconic party songs. It's a country song. Iconic. I could be stretching it. Boot scootin' boogie. <laughs> okay, the quintessential line dance song, yeah. right? Yeah. Short yeah. of Macarena. Yes. Okay. Boots, 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 Boots,
I found I noticed that just made me laugh so hard is you can jump in on Boot Scoot and Boogie at any point. You can start doing the dance. So the song was already playing for 30 seconds, and then a bunch of them come running up to start doing the dance, right? Okay. And they just jumped in. It doesn't matter. One, two, three, four. What beat? You can jump in on any beat, and that <laughs> dance just keeps going. That song is such got a, such a simple rhythm. Yeah. That you can jump in. It doesn't matter whether it's beat one, two, three, or four. You can jump in at any point, and the dance still works. Well, I'm sure Brooks and Dunn put a way, way more thought into it than what you're giving them credit <laughs> as for the construction of that song. They had no it's, idea it was going to become a line dance staple. Well, maybe not. But they they figured like, why wouldn't you get into? You would get into music, and you release it. And you think this is this is the one that's going to catch fire. We're going to get famous off of this one. Brooks and Dunn, the ACDC of country music. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. It's just simple. <laughs> simple progressions. Yeah. But it works. AC they've all sold millions of dollars. Yes, of they albums, have. So. I'm not I'm not complaining and I'm not I'm not trying to bash them in any way because they obviously did something right. They're way more rich than me. That's true. I'm That's not even true. close to being rich. Why am I saying more rich? I'm not <laughs> more more better they, or richer? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the one thing that I wanted to get into is talking about is Netflix, Netflix has started to re-air Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah. So they've only they've only put out season one and two. Okay. So they put out season one, and then they waited a while, and then they released season two. Okay. I think that's the plan that they're going to do is. Sit on sit on the seasons and just release them. Yeah, you don't. You honestly, the idea of dropping like an entire series in one swoop not a good idea because people will binge it too quick. Yeah, and yeah, say we want about savoring and whatnot, but then they're okay. We need more. Yep. You know. So if you do it piecemeal like that, you're almost making it destination TV again. That's you what know? you want. So, so it, it it didn't get me. What what got me thinking was Sons of Anarchy. It was what two thousand eight ish when it first came uh, out, right around yeah. there. Yeah. So I find out. Yeah. It I, got me thinking like about right what's that? Seems like it was right around there. Yeah, I, th- I I looked up something on IMDb once, and I, I thought it was like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Um, what what really got me thinking more is how. Uh, the sons represent a tribal, like tribalization. Season one, two thousand eight. Hey, but getting into the the tribe of mm-hmm. things, and you know, I think it was like right around that time I started investigating like the the, the wolves of Vinland, the Operation Werewolf kind of thing, and it kind of was all dovetailing together. Whereas, like, we were missing like the tribal aspect of it sons is like really fired that back up into me because that's what that is all about Mm -hmm. and then they're talking about especially now is your family bubble that kind of becomes your tribe so it got me really thinking in in the tribal mindset like with our whiskey wednesday group it's it's a small tribe yep Uh, and with when i go to the farm there's 
certain people that go out there all the time, that's another small tribe. It's just starting to think of the different tribal tribal groups that I'm a part of and what makes those those tribes work and function because there's there's we've all been in little groups and tribes and cliques yep. that have imploded or exploded yep. like in fantastic fashion sometimes yep. and you just like trying to figure out where what pieces mesh with other pieces of that puzzle that makes it stay together right and like I said there's maybe I'm thinking way too hard into some of the aspects of like biker culture and no there's something thing. to it I yeah. actually have a guy on Facebook and I, I I don't know where I know him from I think he might have been like high school and we reconnected at some point but he's in a, he's in a, a motorcycle club okay. uh, bond slaves I think is their name mm. I think they're Christian they're like a Christian uh, club okay because um, he just posted the other day they had a prospect who just got patched in oh wow okay and, yeah yeah I'm not exactly sure where they're located, but yeah, like I, so I've been seeing a few posts that fit that bill, and the way he was posting about that and whatnot, it's everything you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So well, see, when I was getting involved with the 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 OPWW, I met a group up past Toronto, and we like we talked, and it it is the exact same thing of of a biker. Of, of, of an MC is I had to talk to every single member and if at any point in time one of those members said nope my association with those guys was done mm-hmm. so I, I well a group like that they're definitely very careful oh to, yeah, yeah to, absolutely. you know you do not want you can't have one rusty wheel nope, in that no you know, so. and see that was that was the thing so I got the green light from every every member. I went and I met up with these guys. I spent a day with them just doing things. At the end of the day, the 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 president of that group, he goes, "Would you consider prospecting with us?" No. And I go, "I really have to think about that because I lived so far away yeah, from you that's guys. That's a, a serious commitment right. at that and, level. And he goes, that's what I wanted to hear. So, uh, Yeah, somebody who's too eager to jump in. Right. Yeah. Right. So would I have prospected with these guys? Absolutely. If, if, if my, my location, my situation was different, I would have definitely gave it a shot. Also working against me was my age and injuries and stuff like this. Like... A lot of those guys are like high speed, low drag dudes. Oh, geez. Yeah. And it was, it was like, do I become the weak link in this chain? <laughs> and these guys would know I would be the weak link in that chain. It would be like, there's lots of things where I would have to really, really, really work hard to prove myself that I, you, I, but, I earn a position. But you've at least gotten to that point. Getting that acknowledgement yeah. that you know that that could have been like, yeah, you know, it's it's at, at times I could see how it could be like a bit of like a regret, like a lost opportunity, but it's also a I could have done that, 
Yeah, you know, it, said if you know I, we all jokingly say like you see somebody do a stunt or you see like you know an astronaut. Like, I, right. I could have done that. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. So to know that you've gotten that small little acknowledgement that you could have probably went down that road. Yeah, you know, so that, it was one of those. One of the, because of the distance, they said it was just like if I wanted it, if I really, really wanted it, I would have made it work. So I would have had to drive like six hours each way. Ouch! That kind of thing. And but if I really wanted it, if I wanted to earn earn a position, I said I would have done it. Mm-hmm. And talking to those guys, I said, "Yeah, you're." He said, you, you have some of the things that we're looking for. The other things, we can build those up. And I was just like, I was like, so close. <laughs> so close to making that. How long ago was this? Uh, it was a couple of years ago. Um, I want to say four years-ish okay. ago. It was right around the same time. You never mentioned this before, so that's no. why I, I wasn't sure where it yeah, where it fits um, into the timeline. Yeah. But you, there's a lot of stuff that yeah. you'd get doing, and uh, yeah. I'm curious whether I actually want to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, there's, there's, there was questions asked about that group in particular. Okay. And somebody goes, well, I, I heard this. I go, I've heard directly from, and the the things that they do, some of the imagery that they use is specifically designed to scare off people. That does not surprise me. Right. Uh, air quotes, a biker gang has a, a stigma to it. Yeah. Okay. So that's why legitimate clubs... Are uh, have to fight against that, yeah. but they also don't want prying eyes and yeah. whatnot because they, they're still a private club, right? In, at the end of the day, so yeah, they can, using scarecrows, if you will, to shoot people away, right? Makes sense. Yeah, and like I said, you 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 weed out the ones that really want to be there versus the tourists, as they call them. Mm-hmm. So. Like somebody will poke his head and hey, I, I read a news article about this. I want to see what's going on here. I was like, oh, that's scary. Said, you don't belong here. <laughs> but there's 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 been been times where like I do regret not making that. We've gone down that road. Yeah. And <laughs> and right now because that that window is now completely and utterly closed. There's not a chance. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. But the the whole aspect of the tribe and the group, the the inner that's it. Yeah, I, I I know what you need. That's the that's the thing that was attracting me because I was bouncing around and not really having anything to hold on to. And then I started to learn a few things. I was like, oh, I know what you need. Yeah. I, I know the answer. We gotta, we gotta get the e-bikes. We gotta get a Chatham chapter of the Four Color Demons up and running. You're not too far off with because the the the, the crazy brain and Mike is going like. <laughs> now's the perfect time for you to get a motorcycle. <laughs> I'm just like, 
you need to shut up before I stab you. But again. I don't want a motorcycle. I only want an e-bike. Yeah. Well, they say there's <laughs> there's there's one specific motorcycle that I've I've had my eye on for a while. Oh yeah. And it's just it's it's called a, a Royal Enfield. And isn't that a gun? No, that's a Lee Enfield. Oh okay. Yeah. But I thought, the, I thought the, that was a rifle. No. The uh, here I'll show you. I'll show you a picture. The uh, who's it made by? Royal Enfield. That's oh, that's the, the company. Name? That's the company oh, okay. name. Yeah. Uh, this is the one. Like now, Gus, we're into motorcycles. I don't know a whole lot yeah. about them. I know like three motorcycle names. Yeah, Harley Davidson being no, no, number one. Yes. The number one. Yes. Yeah. So like this. All right. That's a Royal Enfield. Oh, very old school, right? Like World War II era kind of look, right? Okay, that's that's the thing I'm I'm is jonesing that, for. Is it actually a, a like a Royal Enfield? Is that a British company? Is that a it, British made? Yes, like World War II era motorcycle. Like, yeah, actually, a lot of them are. Because um, I feel like Indi- that's what I saw Steve McQueen riding in The Great Escape. That might have been a Triumph or something like that, but the similar similar styling like this. But I, I, I believe Royal Enfield is an Indian company. Okay. Like, probably bought out by... Like, British colony. British though. colony, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this, that bike is, there's one, it's called the... Uh, uh, Classic 500. That's that's the body styling that I See, like. And, I, and that's, I, I'm a little surprised because I, with your stature, I picture you on a hog. Like, okay. Harley Davidsons are fifty thousand dollars. Well, that <laughs> that I of course think, the price tag is going to slow you down right, natu- yeah. naturally. That one I believe is eight thousand. Oh. That is more within the realm of possibility. Yeah. Than, I, just, I don't picture you leaning forwards. No, I don't need like that. That's more of a, a sit up. It is a little higher. Yeah, okay. it's a little sit up position. I've I've watched. I'm, done my research i know I, I, yeah. I don't doubt that i, <laughs> I know when, when you're when you're curious about something you yeah. dive deep but you know, said so like a harley yeah there there is a, a a thing that goes in with the harley ownership yeah and you said you that is a commitment a, a money commitment for a Harley uh, being dancer. a Harley owner is a club in its own, right? Because just like Jeep owners, they, apparently said, the Jeep well, owners have that, right? Too. They said if you own a Harley Davidson, you're in a group called the Hog Harley Owner Group. Uh, right? As soon as you sign the paper, bam, you're you're a member. <laughs> and then what? There's millions of other memberships that you can work on, but I don't. I'm, I'm not that like. I don't want to get into a felonious club, that kind of thing. Right. We know who does what. <laughs> and I said, it, if, if I, to, to ride, just to learn how to ride, that's one of the things I'd like to do. But. I've only been on, like, I've never been on an actual motorcycle. Yeah. I was on the back of a scooter, like a Vespa scooter. Okay. Okay. That's the only closest thing I've ever been to that. Yeah. And not for me. I can handle an e bike is fine. I just once you get into higher speeds, uh, I I really get scared. Well, it was. I don't trust my own balance. Speed equals balance. You just go faster. Uh, <laughs> You'd be fine. Sure. No, but <laughs> but it, it, it kind of it, 
when I got my bicycle and I the very first time I took it out for a ride, I sat there and went, I am so vulnerable right now, but I'm also real free right now because I was just like, I hadn't ridden a bicycle in decades, <laughs> in decades, like since... Since before I started at the factory, it was like one of the last times I rode a bicycle because I always had cars. But when I hopped on that bike the very first time, I was like, oh, I get it. I kind of get it. And there were, there was something in me that said, all right, go a little bit faster. Let's get it, be a little more cooler in the, uh, the idea of what's sure. going on. So I said, I have the expert scam a horn would yeah would be my coach he would like he would he goes all right first thing you're going to do is buy a bike he owns that, one right oh yeah i don't know if i've ever actually seen it he did does was he, it he, in the shop when you i don't remember seeing a bike in the shop okay yeah he used to keep it in the shop all the time but uh, there was like a section like a, in the back corner that i think he had turfed off or something yeah he might have so might have been in there parts in there yeah but yeah, the first thing he goes, okay, first thing you're going to do, get a bike that you're not afraid to drop because you're going to drop the shit out of it. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So that. I that. picture, uh, you ever seen the remake of The Italian Job? Yeah. With Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. And Seth Green comes rolling up on that friggin' crotch rocket. Yep. So. <laughs> it falls over. But yeah, but that's, so that's the thing. You, if, I, if I wanted to even pursue something like this, there, there's so much to go into it mm-hmm. and then just like I got a motorcycle and then this everything but I'll, I'll take my e-bike yeah you go ahead I'll catch up well it was, it was <laughs> I I was so mad at myself the other day when I first got my bike I was riding back to work or riding back home from work and I'm pedaling my ass off down one of the side streets like this all of a sudden I hear meep meep and this girl on an e-bike goes by me and she kind of gives me this look and I was like Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you go fuck yourself right now. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah? Yeah, that's going to always be, huh? So, <laughs> so what'd you do? Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, nothing. I just nothing? alone. Uh, I couldn't do anything. She was gone. <laughs> <laughs> they have surprising speed on those things. She, so. I think... I think was 30, it, 32K is the upper. Something like that, yeah. It's yeah. like lo, low 30s, I think, is where they top out. Yeah. so Because I think anything fun. higher than that motorcycle. gets into the motorcycle yeah. category, or scooter, at least, category. Yeah. Well, there was like there was a, a couple of the uh, electric bicycles, not the e-bike, right. that I had looked at. And they, this, the top speed was, I think it was like 20 miles an hour or 32K yeah. was the top speed. And... I think that's where that that limit is before it gets into uh, not moped. Uh, would it be like scooter, Sco- moped? Like a moped? I, my, my, I think it starts at moped actually. Yeah, because a moped is really one small step away from an e-bike. Honestly, at least the ones that I've seen. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, yeah, you got your <laughs> e-bike versus a gasoline. Right. So right. Well, the one the moped I'm, that I can picture. I told you this story years ago working at the the gas station yep. at two o'clock in the morning it was pedal powered he pedaled to start the the motor mm-hmm. and then it would run from that i don't know if there was gas involved in any way if it had a gas tank i don't know where the gas tank was and it could not have been very big yeah okay um but yeah and that, but that had and that, that was a little putt putt thing 
So, but I think he had to be licensed for that. I think. I would have to look into it. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is just the. I'm really bored, and like <laughs> Sons of Anarchy makes motorcycle driving look really cool. I, I came to a really realization what has been going on with me for the last couple of years. Oh, yeah? Yes. It, it hit me just the other day. I know exactly why I've had the issues that I've had and why I've made the decisions that I've made. I'm very intrigued as to where this I'm in going. a midlife crisis. Welcome to the club, brother. Yeah, see, I just I had that that realization. Yeah. When I'm th- I, I was thinking about everything that everything that I, I've experienced over the last couple of years. Yeah. And my ups and downs with the depression and the self-confidence, all that stuff, everything. It all points to a midlife crisis. Why I've jumped into the podcast stuff, trying to do other things and all that. It's all midlife. I'm trying to change my life. You know, yeah. Like, you said you you you've officially reached middle age. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just now acknowledging it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that that's a, that's a thing that it's a very real thing. Yeah. And I said I have a silver representative of my midlife <laughs> crisis in my driveway, and it was like and, and like this talking of yep. is, but when I want to get back to the tribal aspect of it, yes, it is. Because the kids are starting to move away, the, there's there's that I, f- the empty nest mm-hmm. problem. But as for the male part of it, we tend not to be more as involved with the kids as a mother's. The depth of a mother, absolutely. So we there's like, a reason why my kids call Crystal first, right? So, right. <laughs> so they're, they're like you said to me. Sometimes I feel I'm the odd man out of the thing. So I try to find these groups that are exclusively me. Like none of none of my my wife and my kids do not want anything to do with Operation Werewolf. They never did. It was just one of those things. It was like, that's all you, buddy. Don't bring problem. That that kind of thing. So it was. That was that. Well, now you, you know, know I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Like you know, they my family doesn't have anything to do with. Uh, I, they, if at all, barely listen to anything podcast related. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't look at any of the film stuff that I've done unless I make them watch it. Right. You know, um, I, I did get a shared experience of watching something with Crystal and Xander the other night. You did? Yes. I'll get to that after. Okay. But I, I that's the type of thing I want, and I don't, I just, it's not there. Yeah. The, Lack of interest is what I get a lot of, and it hurts a little bit, but that's why I love hanging out with you. That's why I love Whiskey Wednesday. That's why I like doing the Madhouse still, yeah. all that stuff. I, that's where I get the attention, if you will, yeah. that the, I'm lacking at home. The attention and the validation yeah. of what, like, you're putting the work in. It's like, even, like... I'm trying to involve them. Right. If they ask me to try and do something, I, I give it a shot. Yeah. If Crystal wants me to help her with her baking once in a while and whatnot. I'm not comfortable doing that because I don't want to screw up a recipe. She doesn't follow recipes to the letter anyways, right. so it doesn't matter, even though uh, that 
baffles me that she does that <laughs> because there's a chemical science to baking and when you start fiddling with it you're changing it now in her in her defense all her tweakings and whatnot for the most part has all worked out in her favor right. it's always been fantastic but one of these days she's gonna drastically fail at something because she didn't follow it and then she's gonna get pissed off and but okay you have to do the <laughs> experimentation to to innovate mm-hmm. so you you have your the the base the base recipe yes you can tweak here and there right but sometimes her tweaking it goes a little far but it still works out in the end it does still right? work okay out in the so end. now here's the thing one of these days though that's gonna oh, bite okay. her in the ass it's, and but, then but, but I, if it does you learn and move on. You don't get pissed off and you dwell on You don't that. know my wife. Okay, but... <laughs> she'll take it as a strike and then she'll, she won't want to do it. Hence the painting situation. And that's how she is. But, but she likes that confidence. Like, she's g- good at painting. Her baking yep. is so far above board. It's it, it, like, if you make a mistake, you should never... Never run away from the mistake. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but like said, like you go, like okay, that didn't work. You get them. I don't think I did. I don't see remnants on my hand. Okay. <laughs> but no, when when you when you when you try something new and you fail, you didn't fail. You just gave yourself another opportunity to succeed. Right. I've seen that on a T-shirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the hang in there cat poster. <laughs> right. But it, it's actually that's true. It is. There, true. There's, that's a truism, and to to not like continue because you're like ah I fucked up. Yeah. Great. Do it again. Well, and, I, then, and believe me, I try when it comes to her painting. I no. constantly. Like, I've legit been asking her to do this painting for you for at least three months. At least three months. She'll get to it. I printed off the print that she needs because it always starts from a print. She traces the outline onto uh, canvas. No. Well, she painted onto the canvas, yes, but she uses uh, some sort of carbon paper. Oh, okay. Okay. They use that to do the tracing and whatnot. She's got all everything she needs. She got a brand new, beautiful, fold-down, collapsing easel that folds into a box that's about three by three. Yeah. She hasn't used it yet. It's set up. <laughs> she hasn't used it yet. Some sometimes, like I know, you, yeah, it's just, people get motivated at the weirdest times, and well, it doesn't sometimes help that her yeah. her paint classes. She hasn't had paint classes in but so she long. Need paint. Classes. That would help her confidence, though. Okay, did Vincent Van Gogh? I don't know. Ten, I wasn't there. Don't I? So like I probably, never met the man. Probably didn't. Like the Da Vinci and all those guys. Da Vinci was nuts. That's beside the point. <laughs> beside the point. But they said they never. They never went to somebody to teach. They did it. Yep. And they continued to do it. And now people are paying millions of dollars for right their now, work. But I just I don't know what it's going to take to get her back on that horse. Her, just, sure, it's going to take her. Yeah, her. She needs to make that decision mm-hmm. to to do it. She said multiple times over the last two months when she was before she went back to work and whatnot that she was going to do it, and then she didn't. And she well, didn't. that's that's it's but, her. Yeah, like there's a lot of there's a, another word that I came across, and I I. 
I associate with this word inertia, trying to overcome a stopped position is inertia. You have to break the inertia to get moving. That's me in a nutshell. Right. (laughs) We, we just, it's such a massive, massive, massive roadblock is breaking that inertia. Mm -hmm. You just have to take that first step, but taking that first step usually is like a monumental act of bravery and, some people, you just like, like, I know myself, like I'll be lying in bed, I'll be playing on my iPad and I go, Hey, it's right. It's a great night for go for a bike ride. I should go for a bike ride. Three hours later, I'm sitting still on my iPad. I've had that yeah. thought many times. Maybe after work today, after dinner, I'll go for a walk. I'll go for an hour walk. Mm-hmm. And no, I don't do it because I, I'm fiddling with my phone right? or playing PS4, whatever. There's yep. always a something to distract yep. us from doing the things that we should be doing mm-hmm. that we know is oh. good for us. <laughs> you have no idea how bad that is for me right now. We'll talk about that off mic. Okay. Because <laughs> that could get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, trying to get just moving. Like, I know as soon as I get going, momentum takes over and everything works I'm hoping Better. that's what happens with me. <laughs> yeah, but hope is a bad plan. I know. I so know. you have to. I admit my shortcomings. I oh, know no. that I. Hey, listen, we, we've gone over your shortcomings it. ad nauseum. <laughs> yes, here, we have. So. <laughs> and someday I'll hopefully we'll have good news to share in that respect. Oh, we're not there uh, yet. No, I said it, everybody finds their own way to do the things that they want to do. Let's go. Who is it? The sandals. No, I'm just sandals. Find out about the sandals. No word on sandals yet. Damn it. Probably won't have an answer. To no, that. I'm very, I'm very worried about these sandals. I'll, I'll make sure to give you an update next but week. But the fans, the, our listeners, the fans will are get now, an answer. Now are, in, I will have an answer by invested. the time this gets posted, so okay. I will post it in the comment section. All right. Okay. Once everybody's now emotionally invested in these damn sandals. Yes. So we I will let you know to, what's happened with Sandalgate. You have okay. a conclusion to this. I will find out the conclusion to Sandalgate. Don't worry. All right. Well, that's good. Now. <laughs> you have anything else? Uh, no, go ahead. Okay. The shared experience. Yes. Hamilton. Oh, that's right. I remember that text. Hamilton. You called me an uncultured swan. Well, well, yeah, because you obviously didn't know what's your name, man, which is from the opening friggin' song to Hamilton. I know of the play. Oh, well, you I don't know to, anything about you it. Need, uh, I, I cannot stress it enough. If you're a fan of musicals at all, if you can, because I know musicals aren't for everybody, okay? Yeah. But this isn't your normal musical, okay? You got to understand uh, not only is it a phenomenal show with phenomenal music, phenomenal performances across the board, there's a reason why it was nominated for 16 Tonys Nothing and won 11 of them. Oh, well, they didn't try hard enough. <laughs> They were one short of the record. Oh, well. Okay, and they could only win. Out of the 16 nominations, they could only win 13 because they had multiple people nominated for the same category. Gotcha. Three different actors for the best actor category. Not bad. Two actresses in the actress category. Not bad. 
So, okay. But it's also the cultural significance of it. Okay. Okay. So if you're not familiar with Hamilton, first of all, get your head out from under a rock. Okay. Because it broke cultural Why? boundaries. Why are you so aggressive about this? It's impossible. Are you getting a royalty? Uh, no. That's how much I love this show. Okay, I've I've only and I I uh, uh, because I uh, because I have to pay rent. I can't afford tickets to go see it anywhere because tickets are hugely expensive. You can't go see it right I now. Know, anyways, but because even prior the- to that, tickets were crazy. Wow. Okay, yeah. and they no, no notorious. I think it was like well over a thousand dollars. For broad for uh, for the Broadway production. Well, like, it's Broadway. That's why. But we're also talking Lin Manuel Miranda's last night and all that stuff. Well, <laughs> okay. oh, really? uh, now, now, okay. now that aside, you're, okay. you're 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 pissed off about that. Now, are if you? you're now if you're if not familiar with it, I'll give you the quick rundown. It's all about Alexander Hamilton, who's one of the founding fathers of the U.S. Um, he started the Treasury Department when uh, like uh, he worked with George Washington. Are we mad at those guys right now? Uh, that's so we're not even. Don't hey, even. They don't can, even. They canceled George Washington. So what makes you think Alexander <laughs> well, Hamilton isn't going to get well, canceled? Well, because this show again, it's the story of the forefathers and the in the early days of the U.S. winning the revolution and then forming the country and all that stuff. Right. Okay. All the actors on the show playing George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, John Lawrence, John Adams, like four, the founding fathers of the U.S., Thomas Jefferson, all the actors except for two characters in this play were played by non-whites, blacks and Latinos. Okay. So huge cultural significance for that. Yeah. Okay. The only white actors were playing two British characters. One of them. Hilarious role by played by Jonathan Groff, a legend on Broadway, is King George. <laughs> okay, <laughs> plays him. Su- it's 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 hilarious. Yeah. Okay, and then there's another Samuel Seabreeze who's touting on behalf of the king against the revolution. Okay. Okay, and it tells the story of Hamilton coming up from he was an immigrant coming out of. Uh, England, probably. no, no, the Caribbean. He came up that way, okay, and then he uh, and led got led into the revolution. He's a smart guy and all this stuff, and it's all about the women he loves and the transgressions he had. And they tried; they thought he was embezzling money from the Treasury Department, but he wasn't, and he proved it. But he did cheat on his wife, <sighs> and and then all that came out. It, the whole story is just phenomenally presented, brilliant acting, and. They filmed it on Broadway back in 2016, a year after it was opened. Okay. They filmed it, and we've now gotten the film. It's on Disney+. Plus. It dropped on Friday. Oh, I'm expecting right. it to have probably broken streaming records because so okay. many people were chomping at the bit yeah, for this. I did, I did hear that it was coming to Disney+. Plus. I wasn't it, sure it when it It dropped on Friday. I know people who d- waited until 3 a.m. because it, it dropped 3 a.m. our time. And I know people who were up to watch it at 3 a.m. That's a little. Because that's how hardcore they are. It's a little. Okay. But we watched it Friday night. Yeah. We cried. Not Xander and I. Crystal, not so much. She's not as invested. She enjoyed it. She admits it was a great show. But Xander and I were emotionally invested. I've listened to this soundtrack many times. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 
phenomenal music. Yeah, I will watch it. I am intrigued enough about this to watch. But I'm I'm not going to buy tickets for it because like no, that kind of thing. I when I, when I was trying to plot our trip to, that I was going to take Crystal on for our wedding anniversary. Yeah, I looked at tickets for Hamilton. No, no, they were like five hundred bucks each. Each. Woo. I could get tickets to come from away for less than two hundred. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and then come from way supposed to be another great show too, but it's not Hamilton. No, not Hamilton. <laughs> now but. Hamilton, the, the the production in Toronto got a little bit of heat because they didn't hire too many local actors, and they they were Toronto was really weird when it comes to live action like they, theatrics. Like, well, I don't know if this is technically considered a touring production by any means, but they didn't hire any local actors, or at least not many. So they got a little heat for that. Doesn't matter. It's still Hamilton. It's you know, still yeah. going to be a phenomenal show, but what they've given us on Disney Plus is the original Broadway cast, all of them. Just, it was an amazing performance. It's an amazing show. Their staging, their stage, the center of their stage mm-hmm. had turned was was a giant turntable. Oh, okay, cool. Two of them because they had an outer ring that went one way, and the inner ring would go another way. Oh, and they played this in their staging at a couple points that was just mind-blowing. See, here's the thing. I like theater. Mm-hmm. I'm, like I said, I'm a self-professed theater kid. So when I, I, I've gone to Stratford, watched a bunch of plays at Stratford there, mm-hmm. when I've seen several musicals in Toronto and like like this, so I was very aware of what the noise Hamilton was making. Mm. But like I said, there was, there was no real way for me to take it in. So when it was announced that it was going to be at Disney plus, I was like, Oh, fucking right. I'm going to watch the hell out of that. Yep. So I'm just, you can, I cannot yeah. recommend it enough. It, it blew us away. Like I said, it made me feel complete because I've listened to this soundtrack over yeah. and over and the soundtrack is the play. There's nothing in between. There's nothing cut out. In when listening to the soundtrack, you're okay. hearing the entire show, yeah, and it just it filled in all the gaps. Now I have faces. Now I have, and to see the and the performances are different. It wasn't just the soundtrack. The performance there was more to the performances. Oh, okay, got some you. of the songs the actors took it went in a slightly different direction with their portrayal or with like heightened it more, brought more to and it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was the Crying, same. I yeah. cried multiple times. I was it. I was the same way when I I used to listen to the Les Mis oh, yeah. soundtrack yeah. a lot, and then I finally saw I think it was like PBS or something had, um, oh, what was it the Les Mis ensemble at Buckingham Palace? Oh wow! Yeah, so it was like I got to watch, like it was the original cast in costume. But they were they 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 don't they didn't do any blocking. It was right. basically set just up performing, as a, right? Performing, and it was just like holy cow! Did, so that's I, a powerful musical. Yeah, like the movie, the movie that they did with Hugh Jackman and and whatnot is good. And you know Anne Hathaway's performance stellar. Yeah, you know Hugh Jackman was great. Russell Crowe was a questionable choice in that role. Yeah, yeah, he was a questionable choice, and Eddie Redmayne wasn't. As solid as you would have hoped, right. but every you know, but all in all, it's still a great film. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but th- and this is just the Hamilton is is just the stage production that was filmed. Yeah. Okay. 
but they had the cameras right up in there. Like they, oh, you were there. I'm, and it was I'm, awesome. I'm going to watch I it. Cannot so, recommend it enough. No, I, like you said, I I have looked forward to it, and they like said there was Taryn was all about Hamilton when it first came out. She she was going like just bombarding me with the hype over Hamilton. And I was like, I can't watch it. Like, it, there's no right. way. There's I'm no way to see, see it. it. And uh, that's why when so, I first heard that they were putting it out on Disney right. Plus, I was, I've been counting down the days yeah. kind of thing. So you know? said, it, it, it's hard to be that invested in it mm-hmm. when I can't see well, it. And now you can. Yeah. And I cannot recommend There's a, there's two actors, uh, two maybe three actors that actually played multiple roles they played two different roles and they're bigger roles yeah but it's like one of them played john lawrence who spoilers dies part way through so he becomes another character um and but it's watching i'm gonna watch this but the acting it's the acting they go from playing this kind of character and now they're playing a totally different character 100 percent believably professional liars that's all (laughs) actors are so but even like their singing changed. Sure, it was because they're lying. Phenomenal work. They're lying, professional liars. The Ed Xander, it, 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 the biggest thing coming off of for Xander though, it made him really, really sad. Oh yeah. Because the one role in that play that he want would it was a dream role for him to play. Mm-hmm. He can't play. Too white. Exactly. Because of the cultural significance. Yeah. And there has. Apparently, been like high school productions that don't follow that cultural. That's questionable. Okay, okay now cl- it's like trying to do the whiz. Can you do the whiz? Why not? Racial boundaries. The whiz broke Broadway records. Yeah, for what it did, and Hamilton just took that to the next level. But. Are we not all supposed to be equal now? That's where it's a, we're getting into a gray area that I could never fully understand because they want to be equal, but we're not allowed to do that. But, so okay, but I, and I, that's not a discussion we should really get into. No, because I was about ready to bring up Annie and your uh, <laughs> hypocrisy about that. It's not a hypocrisy. It is it's not about the race. It's about the character was established. If you're, you can't George, change what is George fundamental. Washington, yeah. Hamilton. Okay, yes, I'm a hypocrite. Yep. All right. See you how easy me. that yeah, was? Yeah, mm. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. Absolutely, I admit it. I still don't fucking like hey, hey, make a hey. End on a good note. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Do the socials. We have socials? <laughs> no social skills. Always comes, skills. Back, to always no comes skill. back to this year, and I'm never prepared because I can never. I, I'm old. Did you know that? I'm old. Um, so, yeah, we're all, we're on Twitter. You know Twitter? What? You know that Twitter the, thing? The tweeter machine? The, the tweet machine. Uh, yeah. At number three, the number three N-O-E-S podcast. That is our Twitter. I We're, am a fan of uh, that pot, that particular Twitter, uh, yeah, handle. I know you use it. Yeah. <laughs> I just look at it. Uh, you, you He's on the fire. Work. You do the work. <laughs> um, um, and you can always send us email. So please, if you any questions, comments, concerns, uh, 
musical uh, musical. If you've seen Hamilton in any way, shape, or form, if you I'd hate, love to hear about yeah, it. If you hate the audio quality of this show, let us know. If we're, yeah, if yeah, we're messing up. Still but got I, a few hiccups along the way, but yeah, well, we're learning. You know, um, if you don't like the way my hair looks, please let me know. How uh, would they I, know? I, I, I don't know. How how would they know? What I don't your know. Hair looks like? I don't know. Why are you giving our our our, our, our nice people impossible tasks? I'm just I, I'm just Why giving them options of what they can email us about. Well, they can email. These are like, things they can email us. Like, email dear, us dear about. Jason, quit being a fucking asshole about your hair. And just talk. I just haven't got a haircut. Well, get a haircut, you it. goddamn hippie. So we have an email. <laughs> It's uh, uh, again the number three n o e s pod at gmail dot com, and I do check that regularly. Yeah, it's not a lot of activity, but hey, all spam, uh, pretty much. Uh, nice, and Deborah Jane. Oh, yeah. hi Deborah Jane. <laughs> hi Deborah Jane. Yeah, uh, no, with the with this podcast, you can find it at uh, Anchor FM, uh, Google Play Store, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Spotify. If you have an app. That is any way podcast related. You're, we're probably on it. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna. All you gotta do is go into the the search bar, and you put three n o e s, and you'll probably find us. Yeah, we'll probably be the very first and only. Yeah, podcast I, 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 again, I researched that name. I wanted to make sure I had nose spelt right. That's right. So, and the uh, yeah, I did my homework. Yeah. So if you do find us there. Yeah, leave us, uh, if you would be so kind as to leave us a, uh, uh, I won't even ask for a five-star rating. Just leave a star rating of some kind. Leave a, a, a review. You have to write a review. If you do like 10, 10 words in the review box, it doesn't matter what words are. As long as there's a rating and a, re- a written review, that switches the algorithm up, and that helps people find this podcast. Mm-hmm. So you, you can tell us your favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe. And hey, I'm always looking for good chocolate chip exactly. cookie recipes. My wife likes to experiment okay. with that stuff. So She's gotten so many different versions of chocolate chip cookie recipes. Who, like, there's like crispy and chewy and this uh-huh. and that. Like, like, yep. I am always a fan of the chewy me Chocolate too. Chip cookie. Me That's too. the way to make yep. it. Damn Chewy's where it's at. Right. Crunchy, you have to dunk it in milk, and you don't always have a glass of milk around. Exactly. If so. you have to add accoutrements to your cookie, you are making things way too hard. Yes. We're, we'll I can't believe we're taking week. this stance. That's right. So we're, <laughs> at, we're out of here. So thank you for stopping by the Three Nose Podcast. This has been Mike. And Jason. We will talk with you next week. Bye-bye. Game over, man. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.